Hey there, I'm Gina Keeping, ex-classroom teacher turned lifestyle entrepreneur. And not too long ago, overwhelm and stress was my norm. Now, I have created a life where I help others find their passions by giving women the runway to take that one-day daydream to a thriving business. Welcome to the Keeping It Real podcast, where each week I bring you an inspiring person or message where we talk about all things life and business related, where our conversations are real, the information is inspiring, there's a splash of fun, lots of laughs, and we dive into life lessons and the deep conversations about all the things. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you like today's podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Keeping It Real. Today, I talk with Jennifer Thompson, who is a human design specialist and an overall really cool gal. Today, we talk about what human design is, we talk about why our emotions are so important and why it's so good to actually feel all the feels. We talk about the expectations that we place on ourselves and on other people. And we talk about so much more. So have a listen, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome, Jennifer Thompson. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm fantastic, and I'm so excited that you're here on the show. (laughs) Me too. Happy dance. Yes. Um, And if you could see us, we are happy dancing, so... (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so thank you so much for being here. I obviously do not do it justice telling the world how amazing you are. But can you just stop and tell our listeners who you are and what it is that you do? Um, Sure. So my name is Jennifer and I am a I am the owner of Jennifer Louise Wellness, and it is based around the mind-body-soul connection. So I am a yoga teacher. I'm a Reiki master. I am um, a human design specialist or chart reader or whatever you want to call it, and a lover of all things energetic. And I really, like, I guess I was thinking about this the other day because I was like, what is it that I do? But I really just kind of help people get out of their way, like their own way, and start to live with intention and very, like, authentically as themselves. That is beautiful. I love that. And we need more of that. You know, we don't often talk about, you know, the behind the scenes stuff, which is what we're going to dig into today. I'm so excited Mm. about it. But you haven't always been involved in this world, right? Like this is this is new to you. This is something that you are now going full time with. So a lot I know your story, but a lot of people don't know your story. So would you mind just taking a minute and just explain how you got into the entrepreneurial world, how you got into this yoga, this mind-body connection wellness, and how you became this human design specialist where you are helping people get out of their way? Can you just share a bit of your story if you don't mind? I sure can. I also have to say you're like the cutest person ever. My heart's exploding. You guys can't see Gina, but her face, like anyways. I'm just I just have so much fun talking <laughs> to people. Like it's my jam and hearing their stories and their triumphs. It is like, it brings me so much joy. That is like your chart though. Like I, anytime Gina and I are together, every time, like I'll find a way to gently slip into her chart. I'm like, so, oh yeah, that's something here. Um, I'm, it's kind of like an obsession. So you're right. I, um, so I actually spent like 16 years working in the finance industry and banking and kind of the investment side of it. And it, that is a very different world. I've always kind of had this feeling that there was like something more to life. Um, but I think like with a lot of people, we grow up and we have these Like we take on a lot of stories and beliefs that our parents had and that their parents had. And the way we view the world is very like sculpted through this glass. And we have these set ideals of what our life needs to look like. And I really kind of allowed myself to get into that. And um, because I was doing like, like it came to me really naturally, the role, I was just lost myself in it. And yoga's kind of come and gone from my life a few times but the towards the end of my time when I was living in Calgary it really came and made an appearance and I decided that I was going to do my yoga teacher training and that kind of led me down this and I mean like at the time when I found yoga and it stuck I was like a raging alcoholic I loved doing drugs I was just you know like living what I thought was my like air quotes best life and in reality I was just in so much pain because 
I knew I was supposed to be doing something different and I was just so disconnected from it. It was like this void inside of my soul. Um, and I, and I felt like there was this path. Anyways, there was this path I was trying to find and I couldn't find it. And instead of, um, like doing the deep work. And I think like a lot of times with spirituality, depending on how deep you go with it, like you, there comes a point like where you just need to face your own stuff and you can't be a victim of the world and you can't start like saying, well, this is how I like, this is all I know, or this is all I can know or whatever. Like you need to get out of your own way. Um, So yoga kind of started that for me. And then I got into Reiki and I started understanding energy more. And like a lot of this stuff, and I don't mean this in a cocky way, but like it just came really naturally to me. It was like, it just all made sense, you know? And when I found human design, it was this, like, I'll never forget it. I was listening to this podcast with Lacey Phillips and there was this woman named Jenna Zoe on it. And she came on and she started, and like, I'm obsessed with Jenna Zoe to like, this woman can do, like, I just, I love her. Like, I just want to sit in her aura. Um, but she started talking about human design. And I remember being like, I've never heard of this system before. And I went online and I did my body chart. And I remember just sitting there and being like, holy shit, I have found myself. And it just kind of like spot, I like became obsessive. Like if I'm going to be truthful, like I became obsessive and I've done like hundreds of hundreds, like so many hours of studying and reading it. And the most beautiful thing with human design is not only does it like, is it literally the contract your soul made with the universe for like what you're supposed to do here, but it can help you like take back your power and live the most empowered life and like realize like anytime something happens, we have a choice. And like, what are you going to choose to do? And for me, it gave me like, I, I remember just one day, like realizing I was looking at my chart and I was like, I am not meant to like I'm not meant to be in that corporate world like the reason I'm like feeling all these things and I got so so sick and I like my my world literally like you know we talk about like these rock bottoms but like those are our and I to anybody who may be in a rock bottom like please know that when I say this I I I feel for you and I'm not saying to like rush through this process because I am such an advocate of feeling our emotions but like they are our gifts because in those moments like we lean in and we get to see what we are made of you know and 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 when you're on like you have nothing else like at some point you just have to start looking at why you're there and you start realizing like oh, maybe I've like given my power away or like maybe I need to like really explore my reaction in situations and start like giving myself that grace, you know? And it just kind of all spiraled and I just kind of started living based on that design and like because it just spoke to me and like I mean Gina you've witnessed like stuff happen and it's just been like like there's been work involved so I don't want to say it's like been easy but it's been like just this like easefulness you know and it's and that's all I want everyone to feel but I want to help them realize that like they have to what they want is going to be different than what other people want and that's okay oh my god there's just so (laughs) much in that Jen okay so whoa I wasn't expecting you to share some of the things that you did obviously I know um, this about you so thank you for being Mm. vulnerable and sharing that because a lot of times when people are finally finding their ease and they're finally finding the thing that makes them happy, a lot of people don't see the work that went into it. They don't see the rock bottoms. They don't mm. see you turning to alcohol and drugs, just trying to mm. cope. I mean, on the outside, you had all the boxes ticked. You had the job, you had the money, you had the life, but we both know like that isn't what matters. Mm. And I love that you shared that because oftentimes our struggles, they can lead to our strengths, just like you pointed out. And I love because both of us have been on our rock bottoms. Both of us has had those major life shifts where we're like, okay, we're in the messy. We have to look at it. And I think there's an urgency that people are like, okay, get over it, move past it and just start being positive. But if you do that, I believe the lesson is lost, right? Yeah. And I feel too, like a lot of people, they don't want others to see the struggle because even though, you know, mental health, we have come a long way when people show their struggles, a lot of times people don't know what to do with that, but it's such an important part of the Mm. process of, you know, navigating, okay, what is happening? Clearly something is not right. Clearly I'm not listening to the signs. And I kind of joke about this all the time, even though it's not a joke, but if I look back in my past, I had 
had the little subtle nudges and I was like, nope, not dealing with that. And then I had a bigger nudge and then a bigger nudge and it kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger until I was left with no choice to deal with it. And then it wasn't just one or two emotions. It was all the emotions I had oh, to deal yeah. with. Because <laughs> like we can only push them down so far. And it's I love that you said that because, and I feel like <clears throat> this like perception is starting sh- to shift now, but like even in the spiritual world, like, and I see the duality of it. Like I see that there is choice and we ch- like we have choice in how we react to situations and we have choices in how we feel about things. Um, but I see that, I also see that they want to rush that process, you know, like, yeah, yeah, we have a choice, but like, you can still, you know, you can have a choice and still feel sad about something and like, mm. you can't rush it. And there is actually, so in one of the books that I've uh, done some like reading and studying of, there are actually like things within our genetic makeup that just trigger sadness. Like we can't control yeah. it, you know? And then we're like, well, you know, but you gotta like, and I'm not saying like, don't do things that feel good. Like if you're feeling sad, yes, movement helps. Mm-hmm. Meditation helps. <laughs> like eating a nutrition, like all of these things help, but sometimes it's not going to change your mood and you just yeah. need to like acknowledge it, you know? And anytime there's something in our, in our past or in our future, like people always like, like one of the biggest things that like people, it comes up is people will be like, how do I make peace with this? Like, how do I let this go? And like, letting go isn't just like, we wake up and mentally we're like, oh, well, I'm going with that. Like, toodaloo. Like, it literally, like, <laughs> it does though. You know, that's what we yeah. think it is. Like, okay, well, like, snap your fingers and it's gone. But we have these things that exist within like, these experiences and these moments and these responses, like, exist within the fibers of our being. And it's not as easy as just letting something go. No, and I think those emotions are there to teach you something. And yeah. I, I think, too, um, part of the urgency to get over it is all the expectations that are placed upon us. Like, when I was going through my stuff and I had that nudge, I legit did not have the space or time to even deal with it because I had so many expectations placed on me. Like, I had to go and do my full-time job. I had to, you know, raise my stepdaughter. I had to do all of these things. And I was like, I don't have time. Mm. So I'm just going to put it with a nice little bowl, pretend I looked at it, put it into a box, and I'll deal with that later. And then we never do, right? So yeah. I think even stopping to look at the expectations placed on us and understanding that it's okay to say no, it's okay mm-hmm. to be like, I need to take these t- this time for myself, I need to have this pocket of time. Because if we don't look at it, we just become a shell of ourselves. Yeah. And it's interesting, but it's also expectations we place on ourselves. Oh my god, yes. Like, let's like, and this is the thing, right? And I like, I feel for anyone who has children, you know, I really do because like the moment you have a child, like your entire life yeah, changes, you know, I have like cats. So like at the end of the day, like I'm really just like, it's all about me. Like yeah. I can admit that, you know, but the moment you have a family or a partner or anything like that, you put on a different hat and there's this like fear around people of appearing selfish. Um, but it's, it's like what, like self-care isn't selfish, you know? And, and one thing, and I love that you have your morning routine because I think it teaches such an important thing and that is space and like creating space. Yes. And like in order for us to really um, like process these things because like a lot of it like is a response that was like started when you were a child mm-hmm. and it was learned and it's been developed over the like entirety of your life, you know? Yeah. And, and like that's such a cool thing with human design that I love so much is because when you learn to work with your authority, when you learn to work and your authority is like how you are meant to make decisions. So like for you, you're a sacral authority. And we talk about this all the time. I'll be like, is it a hell yes? Yes. Because that's, that's right. all you like, that's all you're meant to do is hell yeses. Yeah. As a generator, if it isn't a hell yes, it's a hell no. And when you yeah. start and the thing is, and if, and this is where like, you have to be like brave and courageous to a certain extent is when you get a response inside of you, our mind, because it thinks that it's like meant to be making the decisions will be like, well, now, now let's just like <laughs> step back. Let's get a little list and let's look at all of the reasons that this sensation, like air quotes, like mad that you have within your body is actually bananas. Like, let's not like, yeah. look at that. Let's like focus on logic. And that's what happens. So we end up like ignoring yeah. every everything. But if we were to tune into that, what happens is then when we realize, okay, cool. So I am not really excited about doing this. And now I had all of these other emotions that are coming up. So let me look at those. Okay, I feel really anxious about saying no. Why do I feel anxious? Why do I feel anxious? If you have an undefined heart center right off the bat, 
you feel the need to prove your worth. If you're a non-emotional authority, um, you feel that you don't want to have confrontation. Like, so it really gives you this space to be like, oh, wow, like, look at all of this conditioning I've taken on yeah, and all this, like, love you that. know, how much it's just, yeah. So like, but in order to get to that point, and that's how we decondition is by like starting to trust ourselves more. And as we trust ourselves more, we start looking at all of the things that have come up and all of the baggage we've picked up along the way that we're like not meant to hold onto. And we get to start examining it and deciding like which stories are the ones we genuinely and truly believe and want to keep and like work on within ourselves and which ones like we can just let go of and create space. So like the things we want can come in. I love, love all of that. And I think this is why um, a lot of people find it really challenging to step into, you know, their own authenticity. It's because we're not creating the space to actually look at the stories we tell ourselves, the thoughts, the way we're living. We are literally just trying to jump into a mold that is not necessarily for everybody, you know, mm-hmm. and it breaks my heart to see so many people. And I was one of them who was just walking around trying to fill a role that really wasn't mine. I was good at it. You know, mm-hmm. all the roles that I've done in my in the past, I've been good at, but they weren't mine. They didn't belong mm-hmm. to me, right? And I believe that this is why relationships don't work out. This is why there's conflict. This is why we feel all these overwhelming feelings of not enough, of people pleasing, of all these things because of the conditioning that we've had all this time. And it's so important to make that space. And this is why I do my morning routine. Um, And this is why I make that space in the morning because all day long, we are living according to other people's standards. Mm -hmm. We are living according to other people's values. Every time we turn on our phone, we are being, you know, programmed to look at other people's values, other people's agendas, and we don't make the space for our own. Like we, how often, like for our listeners, do you stop and say, what do I feel about this? What do I want from me? And I believe that we've adopted this idea that this is how it's supposed to be. This is it. This is all I have. And it doesn't have to be that. And I, and like, this is the thing. And like, so even in my chart, one of my strongest, strongest views is I see like possibility, you know? So when I sit down and like do a reading for someone, I see every possibility for how that magic in their chart can come to life. Right. And I'm not, you know, and I'm not limited by like any of the other constraints that like the stories people already have, because I just see like how many ways it can go. So when I'm talking to people and say like one of their passions is like, I have a friend and I don't know if he'll listen to this or not. Um, but he is like one of the most gifted woodworkers I've ever met. Shout out to Andy. He's like, I'm pushing him to start a company. Um, but he would like, when I first started talking to him about it, I was like, this is like, if this is what you love, mm-hmm. you should be doing more of it because this is like, and I mean, like, I'm going to go on a little bit of a tangent here. Let's talk about <laughs> energy because you know, I love my energy talks, but like, let's think of this, like from, because there's a lot of people who listen and they're like, well, this is just woo woo and voodoo and blah, blah, blah. And like, I feel you, man. I do, because like we live in a society where we think seeing is believing, but I'm going to like spin it and let's say like believing is seeing. So if we think about this from a scientific point of view, everything is just energy. We're just cells vibrating, you know, like just bouncing all around. Like we have been like on the coffee, on the caffeine, got some Birchie's donuts and we're living our best life. But that and then and as we're vibrating, we're putting out a vibration. And like if if we're just cells vibrating and the universe is just energy vibrating, that's how we communicate. So if you're doing even like the littlest things that bring you joy, that is shifting the actual genetic makeup and the way that every cell within your body communicates with each other. And it's changing it on like that genetic level. Like we talk about evolution, like it's one and done. But we like humans are currently evolving right now. We're evolving to a more feeling like species. And like, this next level like of homo sapiens like human design is based off a nine chakra system and there are different schools of belief that like will say we have i never get the number right but i think it's like something like 207 like chakras or more and they're just we're not utilizing them because that part of our brain like hasn't been been like shut down Yeah. yeah 
And the more we activate, the more these chakras open. Ancient yeah. Egyptians believe, because we both know I'm on my ancient Egyptian <laughs> kick right now, and it's all I talk about. Um, ancient Egyptians believe that we had over 300 senses and we're using five. Wow. You know and you know, you know what? Like, I don't know how we've gotten to a place where, you know, the things that we believe, if you really dissect them, like, it really is a little obnoxious if you think of like the things that we right like the things that we have been told to believe and it's just like there's just so much more out there and you know I gotta be honest I mean I shared this on one of the previous podcasts um like I was so far from woo woo like I understand if you're listening and you're like oh my god what are you talking about but like even plain and simple like if you walk into a room and there's no verbal communication you can feel the energy of a room. You can feel if you're like, yeah, this is a place I want to hang out or ooh, something just went down in here. I'm getting out of here. Like it doesn't even have to be like to one stream or the other. Like energy is a real thing, right? Mm. But it's, you know, it's also like listening to the energy and actually just stopping and paying attention to what's around you rather than what people are telling you to. Yeah. You know? So yeah. I, there's just so many levels to that. Um, but just, I just want to bring it back a little bit to, yeah. um, like being I authentic. Get oh no, I love it. I absolutely love it. I love the <laughs> tangents. I love all the, the extra conversations. Oh, it's fantastic. Don't ever This apologize. is actually like hanging out with me in person. This is what it's like. So <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> um, but yeah, so part of all of one of my fascinations, um, with human design and all the, the things that you've taught me is that the more I figure out about myself and the more I learn about myself and the more that I make that space for me to actually ask myself, okay, what it is do I want? How do I react to things? What are my triggers? Why was I such a people pleaser? Why was I saying yes? Why was I trying to earn my worth um, Mm -hmm. from other people's approval? Like these are all things I've had to work through. And I really believe that it comes down to um, looking at myself, looking at my actions, looking at my behaviors and looking at my feelings and then going, okay, what am I going to learn from these? What, like for the people who are listening, what would you recommend people do to actually start that process of looking inward? Ooh, so there are so, so many different things you can do. So I have like a couple of things that I will do religiously. So anytime I feel triggered, Mm -hmm. I like, and I feel like the first step is you need to like switch how we even view these things. Cause before you go further, can you just explain a trigger? Cause some people who might be listening might not even know what a trigger is. Um, and like, so, and I think there's like, so for me, I view a trigger as anything that brings up an uncomfortable feeling in me, anything that kind of pushes me the wrong way. Anytime, like someone says something and it kind of rubs me the wrong way. Um, like anything in which I experience a reaction that doesn't really align with who I believe myself to be, to me, is a trigger. Perfect. I love that definition. Yeah. You know? Um, and and that's the thing, like, because we even view triggers, like if we're like, oh, well, that was triggering. We're like, oh, I got to shut it down and blah, 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 blah. Like even the word itself isn't like a great word to use. It has a negative condemnation. Yeah. And I think like, so first and foremost, the way we even like speak to ourselves and the way we like handle these moments when they come up like so so for example like if I see something or if someone says something and I'm like oh that didn't really sit right with me I'm like ooh, this is exciting mm-hmm. like here's a moment of growth full stop growth is an uncomfortable thing and if it wasn't everyone would do it that's just how it is so when I have these moments like the first thing you should do is be like okay like this isn't a bad thing like this is a gift because uh-huh. this is growth and like growth is beautiful like that's why we're here And then, and like I had, um, and depending on the depth of the trigger, like you may want to consult with a a therapist or work with um, a counselor or something. I had a therapist I worked with for seven months every week and it was the most amazing and helpful thing. And I'm like forever grateful that I was in this situation where I had the resources and the privilege to like have that help. But I like, I had to, I had to get curious about things and I, and you have, to be able to be like honest and raw and real with yourself because like if if it's something you see that rubs you the wrong way or you're judging another person like everything is just a mirror you know so like where have I felt less than in a situation like this or where am I looking for validation or where am I maybe feeling ashamed of how I responded to something and like I mean Gina 
you've like witnessed I'm an emotional authority in human design and like till I'm blue in the face I'll I think it's like one of the more difficult authorities to have because our like emotions are crazy Mm -hmm. they're like absolute yeah you know and I shouldn't you know what I shouldn't say crazy because I don't like that condemnation but they are intense like emotions can be an intense wild ride and like but we're meant to experience all of them you know so if we're judging some and then embracing the others, like you need your, like I'm doing na- like uh, air quotes around negative, but like you need these negative emotions to get to the gift. Like that's, and even yeah. in human design, like this is really one of my jams. Like, and I'm obsessed with this and I do not buy into the the philosophy that it's all like love light and like puppies on unicorns riding down rainbows that are like sprinkling skittles everywhere like that's not <laughs> spirituality at all no you it's know? not i mean it's aspects of it like we strive yeah. to reach that state but we're of humans course. you know yes. we're not buddha no and like, i I'm think not- that in order to really even appreciate the highs like you know those lows are there to teach you something yeah. too and i i don't th- and this is my personal opinion but I feel living in either extreme is not necessarily a good thing. Yeah. I really don't. Right. Yeah. Like I, as you know, anybody who listens to me or whatever, I really work on, you know, positivity, trying to embrace the good. Mm -hmm. But in order for me to do that, I also have to embrace the bad. Yeah. Like I have a history, like the length of my arm and more of things that I've had to work through it doesn't just mean I'm putting on a happy face and like everything is peachy. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's working through the pain. It's looking for the lessons and feeling all the emotions and then going, okay, what do I want to do with this motion? Yeah. What do I want to feel? What lesson do I want to take? Got it. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Now I want to move to a different emotion because, you know, this is going to serve me a little bit better. Yeah. Right. And it's learning not to attach yourself to your feelings because all feelings are valid. Yeah. And it really triggers me I will say that when people don't give other people the space to actually talk what's on their heart and Mm -hmm. to actually process like if anybody here is listening and you have somebody in your life that is going through a challenging time what I do is I ask so if someone comes to me and um, you know they're having a rough time I'll ask them what do you need for me like do you need to listen do you need coach hat do you need friend hat what do you need for me And I think oftentimes we take for granted that we think we know what the other person wants. Mm. Um, So even just asking that question and saying like, what, what can I do for you? How can I help you today? Um, Obviously not in the, how can I help you today? But you know, have the conversation, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, and it, but it's interesting because even in that philosophy, like when we're in those spaces, it's really easy for our brain to turn and we're like, well, nobody's like reaching out and nobody's talking to me and nobody cares. And like, even the beautiful, like, and this is the powerful thing with human design is like, there are so many like in-depth intricacies to like the gates that we carry. And these gates are our gifts but there is like codes to in them. And it's like, you know what? This is how this gift will show up in a repressed mm-hmm. state. You will feel alone and like everyone's against you. But that's when you're like, okay, I realize I feel this way. Where have I placed? And in human design, there's this thing called not self themes. And it's very much like when you feel this way, what it means is you've given your power away. And it's looking. So like if you feel like, so for a generator or a manifesting generator, like if you feel frustrated, at traffic because you're running late you're not it's not the traffic you're late like you're fresh it's yourself you're frustrated because you like maybe you should have left sooner you know right and like we'll want to blame it on other things and I had like such a powerful conversation once with one of my friends and she said to me and it was like a game changer and she said you're seeing everything through your own lens right now and your lens is like colored by your feelings yeah and like say that one more time you are seeing everything through your own lens right now and your lens is colored by your feelings and And it's so true yeah and it is like and I mean man I like and Gina you've witnessed me in action with this because I can't like there are times I just need to get out of my own way with my emotions and like with emotional authorities like it's hard for us to do that and I think as an emotional authority it's really easy for us to look outside and see all of the things that like triggered us but at some point we need to just like step into our like big people pants and like own what it is that we're doing you know and if there's repetitive patterns so like if you are experiencing a hard time like it is important to tell people what you need and like to understand that it like and I know in these moments where like I don't want to be a burden and or I don't want to be that and even when those thoughts come up I mean like the thing with the spiritual world is we want to help everyone but we still got to honor our energy you know 100 percent 
So it's like at some point, if you're in this dark space and you're reaching out to people and you're not improving, like maybe it's maybe it is a therapist you need, you know, because maybe there is a lens that people you can't see because people just like in your in a in a vulnerable state, it's hard to look at someone and be like, you know what? Like I see why you feel this way. Your feelings are valid. Like, yeah. let's switch it. Let's flip it, you know? And and this is kind of where we have to be careful, too, because if we get into karmic paths, like, we're all walking our own karmic path. We're here to learn our own lessons. And, like, I am all about holding space. And a lot of what I do in readings is, like, hold space for people to process stuff and to work through stuff. But we also have to be mindful of, like, wanting to, like, fix people or, like, show them the right way or bring them where they need to go because, like, that's taking them from their karmic path. We just ended a cycle unnaturally for them. And it's going to show up somewhere down the road. So, like, it's... And that's and that's what I love about spirituality is because it's not black and white. And, like, we try to make it very black and white, but there's so much gray, you know? But I also believe that these, like, moments of rock bottom, that is when, like, this beautiful gift of transformation happens. Oh, I believe 100%. And I, and I think, too, that oftentimes, I mean, like I've already said this, like, we're guilty in the fact that we ignore the, like, oh, maybe you should change something. Nah, yeah. I'll do that later, right? So it's that, that push forward. But back to that, um, that quote that your friend said, I think the beautiful thing about that is oftentimes when we are all in pain, mm. when, you know, if somebody does something to hurt us or, you know, we're at our rock bottom, we often can't see things from a different perspective. It's really mm-hmm. hard to do that. So by, for me, learning about human design, how I operate, what I have tendencies to do, how yeah. I react to things, like, for example, when I'm going through a stressful time, I still, to this day, I shut off. I go Mm -hmm. into like a little thing. I don't want to bother anybody. And when I'm in the pain, it's really hard for me to ask for help. I'm still working on that one. (laughs) Yeah. And you know what? It's funny you say that because you have a five in your profile. Um, See, I told you I'm going to slip into your chart. (laughs) I can't help it. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. Um, But fives, like 10, because it's a save the day energy. You know, a five, if you have a five in your profile, you love helping people. And people project that on you. They like come to you and they're like, oh my God, you're going to save my life. Like, let me throw myself at your feet because my house is on fire. What do I do? And you guys step in and you have this energy. But it's really hard for fives to get help. It's really hard for a five to say, like, because you guys keep things enclosed and you keep things to your heart, you know? So, and these are the things with it. Like, you know these things about you. So what do we do with it? Yeah. Like, I tell someone everything until I'm blue in the face, but if they don't want to do anything with it. Well, and that's the other thing, too. Like, I, I think one of the beautiful things about human design is when you learn more about yourself, when you learn more about, I'll use the word trigger, when you mm. learn more about the things that hurt you and, you know, the tendencies that you have, I believe then you become more authentic. Yeah. Right. And I had to share a quote with you and I have it written here. So I'm going to read it off because I love Brene Brown. You've heard me talk about her and she talks a lot about authenticity. Yeah. She said, authenticity is a collection of choices that we have to make every day. It's about the choice to show up and be real, the Mm. choice to be honest and the choice to let our true selves be seen. And I think might drop on that quote, right? Yeah. And I feel that a lot of us, um, just in society and the way we live, it's really hard um, to let ourselves be seen for who we are Mm -hmm. and the choices that we make and how we show up. And I think just being vulnerable, I'll go back to that word, and allowing yourself that space to look at yourself, to look at your flaws. We're not perfect, you know? Um, and to really see, okay, what do I do with this now? This is, oh, I had this feeling. We explore it. We don't cover it up. And then allow ourselves to be seen because we both know the more we become ourselves, the more people we attract um, mm. like ourselves. Because if you're not being authentic, you're attracting people with mixed match energies. And we often wonder, well, why didn't that relationship work out? Yeah. Well, they didn't know the real you. Yeah. So how can a relationship be true and authentic if you're not even being true and authentic with yourself? Yeah. And it's funny because like authenticity is, and I mean, I'm like, this is, it's like, there's a few like catchphrases now and I feel like 
authenticity is coming into being one of them. But we've yeah. talked about being authentic and it's like, but what does that even mean? Because like everywhere we look online, like we're pulling, like we're always pulling inspiration from outside, uh -huh. but it's how can you express that inspiration in a way that is aligned for you? And like, one thing I love saying like in readings is the moment you start saying like, I should do that, or this is the path I should be going down or like, no, that worked for them. It's got to work for me. You've automatically like you're looking at other things instead yeah. of like you're yourself. Automatically. Yeah. yeah. And it's, and there's a difference between like looking at someone and being like, this person is an expander for me. And like, I like, I love what they're doing and I love how they exist. And I like, I strive to be like that. And like, and I want to learn from them. Yeah. You yeah. know, you see what it is you love in that. And like, because it resonates with you versus like seeing someone and being like, I want to become that person. Yeah, no, 100%. You know? And that's, and it's like a fine line too, right? But it's, it's, it's all about the intention, I think. I and you and I talk about intention like all the time. Like we intention do. is one of my like favorite things. Well, and it's so important. And actually, uh, you, I was about to hold it up, but you can't see. But my word uh, last year, because I always pick a word every year of what I <laughs> strive to be. And my word last year was intentional. I um, love it. What's you your know, word this year? Trust. Trust and believe because, oh. um, you know, I haven't shared a whole lot of my recent story, but I've had a lot going on the last couple of years and all the things that I've worked so hard to achieve <laughs> and spent my whole life doing um, are not are not happening right now, you know, mm. so a lot of big changes for me and doing some scary things and taking some chances and I used to be like, I needed to know when I was going to achieve a goal, how I was going to do it, by what time, what I was wearing, what, you know, like I had to know all the things around it. So trusting and believing in myself and in the process um, is, is my word of the year. I um, love it. That's such a good word. I think so too. And yeah. it feels really good for me in the stage of where I am. But for those people listening, if you don't have a word for the year, I highly recommend that you pick one. And it's just as a guideline. And if a word, like sometimes I'll pick a quote um, mm. that I'll use, uh, like, you know, what I'm striving to become, um, how I want to intentionally show up in the world. Mm. Because back to, and I, I, I could talk about authenticity forever, but you can't fake it. Yeah. You can't fake it. And I actually had a business coach um, say to me before, a local coach who I looked up to, and they actually told me, do exactly what that person is doing, embody everything, do what they're doing. I'm like, and I was like, I knew it didn't feel right, but like, yeah. you can't, like, yeah, you can look at other people and you can be like, yeah, you know what? I love that trait. I'd like to be that trait, but you cannot duplicate that. Right. And if you're, if you don't do that inner work and under, understand yourself and who you are and what you're about, it's really hard to know, oh my God, like, who am I? Right. Yeah. So back to what you were saying, like understanding who you are, understanding all those things and peeling back the layers and being okay with what you are and yeah. who you are, you know, and not judging. Like I have so many things within me that I'm like, I see it pop up and I'm like, oh, here I go again. Like, <laughs> brace yourself you know yeah um but I learned like I love those sides of me you know yeah. and I I and when they flare up I just realize like that's just a part of me that just like it just needs to be loved a little longer and I think like the moment we can switch how we view these things in ourselves like I so full disclosure I am so as an emotional authority for the most part like something has to feel right to me mm, right. and you can't explain feelings like feelings don't make sense <laughs> Like someone is like, I feel this way. And they're like, well, tell me why. And I'm like, do you want, like, do you want me to write you a letter? Like, what do you, I feel this way. Like, yeah. I can't help it. Yeah. <laughs> Any other emotional authorities out there who feel me, but I know. So when I feel a certain way and, I'm, and if someone challenges me on it, it's really easy for me to want to shut down and be like, well, they don't understand me. And if they don't understand right. me, then I'm not going to explain myself. And no, like Jennifer, get the fuck over yourself story. Yeah. Um, there's my one for the, for the session um, <laughs> there, but it's like, get over yourself. And like, they're just trying to understand. And it's hard for someone who doesn't know how you feel to understand how you feel. Right. But the thing is, if I'm looking for validation, I'm always going to be frustrated. I'm always going to feel judged, yeah. you know? So, and this is like so important. You need to learn how to validate how you feel and what your urges are telling you. You can't get outside validation. Like yes. it has to come from within. I think that's a huge point because I feel when we look outward, we miss the chance to really know ourselves. And this is coming from a past people pleaser and there's mm. still some tendencies there. I got to be honest, um, but it's really catching that, right? But when we people please, when we dim our light, 
um, that's when we, we give away our power, right? Yeah. When that magic, the authenticity happens, the growth happens when you sit with the messy, the good, mm. and you just feel all the feels and ask yourself, oh, okay, what am I going to do with this? Because in that mess up, I believe is a message. Yeah. There's no such thing as failure. There's no. only discovery. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Ooh, I like love that there's only discovery. And I yeah. think if we can go into situations, so I like love having expectations on everything. Um, <laughs> I really do. Even though like I consciously I'm like, I'm going into this without expectations. Uh, no, it yeah. never works out. But like, even if I'm eating a meal, I'll be so excited about it. And if I bite into it and it's not what I expected, my like, you've witnessed yeah. me. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and it's really like traumatic like yeah. I can you know but it's just but it's catching like what expectations do we have and and if we're going into something with an expectation if it doesn't go the way we want it we're going to miss the lesson we're going to miss the gift totally and, and sometimes even detaching yourself from your expectations because sometimes we put expectations on people we oh, put yeah. them on things and but we don't tell them the expectations. Like we're like, I expect you to do this, 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 and Mm. this. And we're setting ourselves up for failure because they have no idea what your expectations are. Yeah. And I've had people like place expectations on me and then I've like fallen from grace quickly Yeah, because it's just like, and I've done it to people too. I've put, I've had people on pedestals. Like this is the thing. It's not just other, we all do this shit and, and that's it. Right. And, and we need to normalize that because the only way to like, for us to have a quicker rebound time is to like, cause there's shame around this. And like, this is like, shame is such a powerful emotion because it will cause you to shut down and like not want to deal with something because it's a, it feels like little, you know, little gross. It's a little nasty, but it's beautiful. Like that is our transformation. Like from that chaos, from that unrest comes like a new understanding. And the thing is, the deeper you meet yourself, the deeper you'll meet other people. And you'll be able yeah. to like your intuition kicks in, like, you know, intuition, intuitive, psychic, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But like the more you connect with yourself, everything else. And like, Gina, I mean, like we can, I could talk about your chart all day. But like <laughs> once again, like sneaking it in. The moment you started truly aligning with your authority and like what it was to be a generator and that sacro response, every other gift you have naturally started lighting up mm-hmm. you know I mean yeah. like your ideas the platform on um, rest and your ability to like sit in and hone on things you have this idea and this view of how dreams like it's fascinating like the way your brain works to me but you have this view of like how dreams can be made into a reality but you understand that there are like is a structural balance that needs to be met but because you understand like your gift in understanding the pieces of structure work so well you're able to see the wiggle room you're able to see Mm -hmm. like the things that we can slowly kind of let go of so that we can bring forth space and bring forth the things but you know that if like you just rip the jank like i'd go in and i'd take like the bottom jangsaw puzzle out and it'd be like (laughs) falling and i'd be like well you know you win some you lose some but you'd come in and you'd be like i understand how we need to move this so that it doesn't crumble um but yeah no that that's very true and and the more you understand yourself the more you can see your gifts and all that kind of stuff Mm. Um, so for the listeners here who are like, okay, this is some um, uh, inner work that I need to do. I am easily triggered. I'm using that word again. Yeah. Um, I often feel shame. I often feel like a disappointment and I shut down. What advice would you give them to not be judgmental about their feelings and to be judgmental about being in a time where things are not necessarily feeling great and how they would actually navigate their way to working through their feelings and doing something with their feelings. Honesty. Like they need to be honest with themselves. And Mm. if they are getting to a point where you are stuck in the same pattern and it is coming up and like, this is, I'm going to say this, And it's going to sound really harsh. And I do not mean it in a harsh way. Um, But it's like, like at some point, there's just like, it's just a fact. But if you're always, if you're in this place where you can't get out of it and 
um, you have all these feelings, like you need to go inwards and you need to see like the role you may have been playing and like the way you're responding and the way you're reacting. And if you are, so say you shut down in relationships and you have this, you know, and things happen and you're like, this happened and they, and this happened and then they did this and then they did this. And like, it's the story creates in your head and you feel this emotion taking over you. You like right away, you realize that like, there's a need you have that hasn't been met that you've like placed on someone else. Mm -hmm. So like, how can you look at how you're like, if you feel like people are always letting you down, what are you projecting on people? Yeah. You know, like mm -hmm. what expectation do you have on them? If you feel like um, things are always going wrong for you, like, are you going into situations you really want to be going into? Mm -hmm. And what you story know? are you telling yourself? Yeah. During that? Like it's, it really is, Jen, all about self-reflection and allowing yourself to go, okay, what part am I playing in this? What's the lesson? How do I want to feel instead? And, you know, how do I navigate? Right. But it's hard because like if you're in this group of people and they like shit on other people are going through things or they, you know, if you if you're in a group where you don't feel supported or if you're in a situation where all you see is people talking about the bright side of stuff and how mm. they're like up leveling and all that, like that's like I mean, I started writing a book and in it I say like I love that like thanks for this beautiful spiritual quote but like yeah. what did you do to get there like tell exactly. me exactly and like which is why I created this podcast yeah. is to talk about the stuff that people are not talking yeah. about the success looks great absolutely and I'm yeah. all about up leveling yes but man. what did you do to get there what were yeah. the messy bits how did you navigate that right and this is and like there's so I mean we can go into like even like relationships because like relationships seem to be like a conundrum for people people myself yeah. included but we go into relationships and we have like expectations that we without even like realizing it you know mm -hmm. or like we we want to we like hide ourselves or we show up as this person we think we need to be and then it and when we and we get into this place where like we don't want to talk about things or we want to shut down or we feel this shame but like then we feel bad about the shame and this isn't how the relationship is meant to be going and like it's their fault and it's their fault but like you've like what power have you given them yeah. and it's and it's hard like shame is one of the most interesting emotions to feel because we don't want to feel it no and we want to get out of it as quick as we can yeah so yucky yeah but that's a really good point because oftentimes we go into a situation and a relationship with a checkbox like yeah. how many times and I'm not saying you can't have expectations. That's not what I'm saying. No, no, no. Exactly. Yeah. But if you are going into, let's just say you're looking for a partner and mm -hmm. you're going in and your criteria for your partner is 30 odd long and you're not giving that partner even a, an opportunity to, to see who they are. And we make these quick judgments. Like you cannot tell on two dates if this person, you know, has any yeah. of these qualities because yeah we're humans we mess up maybe they're nervous yeah. but like we just put all this this messy expectations on people yeah. and we don't even give them a chance right and not only that but not only are you putting expectations on it you're not even giving the other person a chance by saying these are my expectations yeah and right? then and then we get upset if they say no or they do yeah. and like it's funny because i find sometimes people will get triggered by other people living their power and, yeah. and like having boundaries and like when you say no to someone they like take it as they take it personally and I've yeah. been there I felt it you know oh yeah but if someone doesn't want to do something that's not a reflection of I mean like obviously there if it's there, there could be times where it's a reflection of but course. like in the most part like if I message you and I'm like hey I'm gonna go for a walk do you want to go and you're like no I'm busy I'm not gonna be like <laughs> I'm like cool okay I'll see you later you know yeah. but we go into things not being complete and we want someone else to fix it for us yeah and then and when, when we start seeing well when we start seeing their human sides and i'm like the hand up i am wicked at this we start getting upset yeah but it's because there's stuff we haven't done ourselves yeah. yeah you know and i mean like and expectations like you like obviously there are basic ones like respect and trust and of honesty, course that are non-negotiable you no know? yeah, yeah but like when you're getting into something where it's just like you yeah, it's interesting. And that's why like, and once again, like to, like to jump back to human design, like I love it because there's literally, it's like a checkbox. It's like, right. if you feel this way, here is where you need to look. I you love know? it. And, yeah. And like relationships <laughs> are a big thing for people because we enter into them or say like, 
you know, we get into a relationship and then we're like, this isn't really for me. And we become afraid to leave. Like if you have an undefined spleen in human design, you will stay in something even though it's past its due date. But then wow. we become upset that we're staying in it. Yeah, it's like a cycle, you know, right? It is. And, and but, the like, only person that to... can break that is you. Is like us. You are the cycle breaker. Um, and so from somebody uh, who was very hesitant, uh, that somebody was me, um, to get my reading done, (laughs) I remember going and being like, okay. I'm pretty sure I might have forced (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was kind of, but I was like, okay. I think it was definitely forced. (laughs) I'll, uh, I'll take one for the team. Yeah. And I went in (laughs) with expectations that it was like, (laughs) woo-woo, I'm going to be honest. Mm -hmm. And then you started saying stuff. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, shoot. That yeah. And yeah. but then, you know, and we were talking for about four hours, Jen, and you were able to show me sides that I knew was there that I was not paying attention to, mm-hmm. which is beautiful. But those are the sides we usually like don't want to see. Yeah, because those are the ones where like our greatest change can come through. Well, that too. And I feel that it didn't fit with the mold that and I'm doing air quotes that I had to fit into. Oh, like, yeah. I remember going like, yeah, no, it'd be great for me to follow my passion. Of course it would be. But you know what, Jen, I gotta have a job. And I gotta, you know, and I remember like in my mind being like, yeah, it'd be great to create my own schedule, but you know, I don't have that freedom. But then of course the universe had other plans. For oh yeah. Me and, and you know, here I am. <laughs> and even like asking. So if you, if like, there's anyone listening to this and they're like, this chick is bananas. You're right. I am. Um, you don't live with four cats alone for no reason. Um, but ask for a sign. And this is one of yeah. the most powerful things that anyone can do because it will shift your mindset because right now, like we think seeing is believing and that's just mm. not the case. It's believing is seeing. Yeah. So like guides are with all of us, whether you believe in this mm. stuff or not, you're surrounded. Like it's just energy. Like from a science point of view, it's just energy. So ask them for a sign. You know, I talk to mine all the time and I'll be like, show me threes today. And I'll like, you, you see them. But like, I remember even like the first time you asked for a sign and you were like, <laughs> what am I doing? And I'm like, no, just believe it. It's going to work. But it, it's the unknown, right? It's the thing yeah. that, you know. It's scary. It is. It's faith. But it's also like, because it's different in the way that we live is like different is not good, but I'm really mm. embracing that the different is what makes me authentic. The different is who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and not everybody, I don't, I don't care if everybody understands or likes it. You don't have to. And, yeah. and this is, this will be the, like the last thing that I'll clue up saying with this is that as you're on this journey and you are diving into it and you are, you know, understanding more of yourself and then maybe your decisions are different from what people expect mm-hmm. from you. That's okay. Yeah. That's okay. And I, and I think a lot of times we're afraid to let things go. We are. But like sometimes, certainty. Yeah. But sometimes like as you up level, like things have to fall away because they're just no longer a vibrational match. And it's not that it's good. No, it's not that it's bad. It's just a shift. And this doesn't have to be huge, big decisions, but it can be little things like And this is something that I've had to adopt because I was the queen of saying yes. Like I would walk into a building at work. Gina, can you do this? Yep, 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 yep. Like there was no no. So now when somebody asks me something, my response is, I'll get back to you on that. So even that small shift made a huge difference. So for the listeners who are listening to the podcast, it doesn't have to be big, huge decisions. It's the small little things that we go... Is this something that I really want to do? And obviously, guys, there's things that you're going to have to do that you don't want to. If you're mom, you got to change a diaper. Yeah. Obviously, you're not going to go, oh, do I? No, it's not that. But the things that you have in your control, yeah. ask yourself, do I really want to say yes to that? Yeah. No? Okay. <laughs> but that's where guilt comes in because, like, I, so, yes. like, say a friend message right, reaches out to you and they're like, hey, do you want to go grab a coffee today? And you're just like, I really don't. Yeah. And then you have it in your brains, like, well, you know what? Especially like if you're a generator or you have like an undefined crown, like your mind will play games on you where like there's so I shouldn't just say those two. There's so many other aspects I could play in, but like, and then you'll be like, well, I should go. But anytime you're shooting yourself and that's like should not like the other word, um, uh, anytime you're shooting yourself, like like, that is a guaranteed sign that you're probably committing to something you're not super into totally and I think that comes from like if you if we all took an inventory of the things that we do on average from wake up to go to bed chances are that 
in between there, there's very little that you do for yourself, right? But so you even can starting, it. yeah, and starting yeah. small with that one thing. Okay, you know what? Today, this is what I'm going to focus on. I'm going to take yeah. 10 minutes on my lunch break. And I'm going to go for a walk. Perfect. Yeah. Tonight, instead of watching TV with the husband, I'm going to take 10 minutes and I'm going to read. Or yeah. you know what? Instead of saying yes, to as soon as I walk in the building, I'm going to say, I'll get back to you. Yeah. You know, like, it's not these like, oh, I'm going to leave my job and I'm going to do yeah. this and that. Like, yeah. it's not that. That's not what we're talking about. No. It's the small things. Yeah. Um, and it's baby steps, you know? And it is. Yes. And it's just allowing that space, creating a morning routine where you allow yourself to actually connect with yourself because yeah. we are so connected, but we're so disconnected, right? Yeah. Yeah. And just, yeah, I love that. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I'm going to so get like, I do have a question. Wise. Cool. Um, okay. And this is more like a deeper question. Okay. But if you could, given everything that you've known about human design and uh, like using escapism to deal with your pain, um, your whole entire journey that you've been through, if you could go back and tell your 10 year old self something, um, that would help change her life. What would it be? You're not too much. Oh, and you know what, Jen? I bet you there are so many people who are listening that have been told at some point in their life that yeah. they were too much, mm. that you are too opinionated, that you yeah. shouldn't do this or you should do this or, you know, so I think that's really good advice. And for those who are listening, you're not too much. Yeah, you're not too much. Awesome. All right. We will have some fun. <laughs> I love it. So, as you know, oh, is this rapid fire? This is our rapid fire. Oh my fire. god! I'm not freaking at this. I'm so excited. Did so. you hear this? My cat's next to me. One of them. And I'm like, wake up! We're doing rapid fire. So, as you know, this is not um, something that you're led to think of. The first thing okay. that comes to your mind. Oh god. Um. You Without gotta, the c word. Okay. Cool. Without, Got it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm here. I'm in it to win it. Okay, here we go. <laughs> okay. <sighs> Who was your favorite spice girl? 40 spice. Nachos or tacos? Tacos. Can we talk about it? Oh, maybe later. Okay. Um, a nickname you used to have or still have? Jenny Pot Pie. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. If you could travel back in time, where would you go? I'd probably go. I'd want to meet Nikola Tesla. Ooh. Yeah, I'd go back and like hang out with him. Cool. Say a word in French and it cannot be bonjour. Say? Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> Who's your favorite Harry Potter character? Ron Weasley. Ah, sunrise yeah. or sunset? Sunrise. What's your go-to order from your favorite restaurant? Green Kitchen. I get the bacon cheeseburger. Uh, and sometimes I'll get their cauliflower wings and sometimes I get a poutine. Mm, it depends on kitchen. my mood. Um, what is your go-to song? Old Thing Back. With Ja Rule and Notorious B.I.G. <laughs> <laughs> I can actually rap it word for word, which I don't oh know if it's a bragging God. point or not, but it's... <laughs> Works for something. me. Um, if you could win an Olympic medal for any sport, real or fake, what would it be? Mm, eating donuts. Ooh. If I'd you be could, so yeah, good. <laughs> you would be. If you could so change good. your name, what would it be? Elizabeth. If you could have one superpower, what would it be? Uh, invisibility. Texting or talking? Texting. Tea or latte? Lots of oh, latte. Cats or dogs? Both. I can't pick. Who's your favorite cat? Fish. But don't tell the other ones that. Chocolate or vanilla? Chocolate. Climb a mountain or jump from a plane? Uh, climb a mountain? If you were really hungry, would yeah. you eat a bug? No. <laughs> oh, God, that's so gross. Would you rather be able to speak every language in the world or be able to talk to animals? Talk to animals. I don't want to talk to people that much. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> what is the best piece of advice you have ever gotten that you wish you knew earlier in life? You're seeing the world through your own lens and it has been colored by your emotions. Oh, I absolutely love that. Yeah. Oh, I'm like this chick, like I will religiously go to her when I know that I like just need to get out of my way. And I think it's so important for everyone to have a friend like that Me who too. just like 
no bullshit. They just tell you what's up and you're like, yeah. cool, I'm here for it. But you need to be at a certain point where you can like hear it. Cause if they say yes. it to you and you're not ready, it does not go well. No. <laughs> <laughs> Speak from experience. I've been the I've not been ready before. And I've been like, <laughs> I, I don't want to hear it. I, know. I feel so much. <laughs> Anyways. Oh my. And Jen, for the people who are listening, where can they find you? Where can they get a reading and learn all about you and human design? so exciting um well i'm actually doing for the rest of march i'm doing a special so i'm offering 50 percent off a couple of the readings that i do um so walking towards the human design rabbit hole and paring down the human design rabbit hole are currently 50 percent off and i'm actually getting going to be revamping some of the stuff i do in april um so if you're interested in any of the readings i currently have on my site now would definitely be the great time to jump on you can find me at jennifer louise wellness dot com or on instagram at jennifer louise wellness i believe facebook jennifer louise wellness you know i'm just jennifer louise wellness awesome well jennifer this has been amazing and before we say goodbye is there one last piece of advice or gold nugget um, or inspirational thing that you can give our listeners as they go about their day today you came here to do and create magic and anything that tells you otherwise is a lie yes well jennifer this has been so much fun has been so amazing you have so many gifts to give to the world go and get yourself signed up for a reading and i hope you enjoyed today's episode Thanks for spending time with me today. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you did, feel free to take a screenshot and share this with someone that you think should hear this. If this is your very first time listening, I would really appreciate if you push that subscribe button so you can join us for all future episodes. And if you're feeling really generous, I would love for you to leave a five-star review. Be kind, folks. I'm Gina Keeping, and today we have been keeping it real. We'll see you next time.